Tanya. Hi, Amber. Hi, welcome to In the Middle. This is where we get to have a conversation about what we are in the middle of because we know that the lessons that we learn on the journey are just as important as the destination that we mm -hmm. seek to reach. And I'm so grateful that you get to join me for a conversation today. Tanya, I'm going to do a little bit of rapid fire with you so that people right. can hear and learn a bit about you. Are you ready? I am. I am ready. Fire okay. away. All right, cool. Mm -hmm. Tanya, what is your name? My name is Tanya Gail Villardo. Fantastic. Tanya, where do you live? I live in the Bronx, South Bronx. Yes. Mm -hmm. And what do you do? I, um, I am a children's ministry director at Renaissance Church. So I get to work with families and kids and coordinate volunteers and leaders and um, train and equip folks and, and recruit folks and just be involved in our kids' lives. Um, and I get to work with other volunteers there as a volunteer coordinator. And every so often I get to do a little bit of photography here and there. So, um, but that's what I do. I love the series you did on New York in the pandemic, right in the mm -hmm. beginning when the streets were empty. Yeah, that was, um, that is a day that I will never, ever forget. And I remember I was watching some videos a videographer had done of the empty Midtown Manhattan. And as a photographer, I thought, I don't want to miss this moment in history because this is going to pass. This is going to be over at some point. And there's this little snippet of time when everything was quiet. So I remember I started at 125th and 5th Avenue and I said, you know, what, let me go for a long run today. So I just ran down 5th Avenue and it was just, it was empty. And so as I was looking at the photos and I thought it's 1030 AM in Times Square and there's nobody here. I just thought the city, New York City, the city that finally slept and everything was asleep. I want everybody to go look at Tanya's work in the comments. You'll see a link to mm -hmm. Tanya's photos from that day. Um, and I think they're just worth checking out. So Tanya, thank you for telling us a bit about yourself. Are you ready to tell us what you're in the middle of? I am ready. I can't wait for everybody to hear. So uh, Tanya, here's the big question. What are you in the middle of? I am in the middle of a health journey. Um, in the middle of a journey of caring for myself and making sure that I am as healthy as possible. I love hearing mm -hmm. that. And tell us a little bit about where you were six months ago, mm -hmm. or perhaps right before you ended up in the middle of being on this health journey. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, so there was, um, it was probably about a year ago it started. I was thinking back on the year before and how some obstacles and some roadblocks had come and some bumps in the road where I, um, I didn't make healthy choices. And I remember thinking about that. And when the year started, I said, uh, no matter what happens this year, um, whatever circumstances come, roadblocks come, I'm going to stay committed to caring for myself. And then COVID broke out. And it was this huge bump in the road. And I realized that in my years of children's ministry and being in ministry, um, there was often this, this message that I would tell myself of, I have to care for everybody else. And it's, it's important to think about others and to kind of put myself on the back burner and to just be available. And as a single woman as well, um, you know, I have all this time um, to give to others and to do for others, but I had neglected to take care of myself. And there were things in my life that needed to become healthy that were unhealthy habits or um, just not caring for myself um, like I should. So I started the journey and then COVID broke out 
And I just started um, thinking about um, just choices I was making and and all the different aspects of my life, whether it was um, skincare, it was the food that I was eating, it was exercising and starting to make sure that I was being healthy sort of put the oxygen mask on first before you can help everybody else. And so by me being healthy, that would allow me to then be able to care for others. Oh, I love that phrase, putting the oxygen mask on for yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true because sometimes we don't like to do that. We want to mm-hmm. take care of other people. And as much as I know you and how well you've taken care of my family, um, it is such a blessing to have you in our life. And we want you to, you know, you have to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned a bit about skin care and mm-hmm. um, nutrition. Mm-hmm. Now, some of the other areas that you realized mm-hmm you know, this is in, you saw something that you wanted to mm-hmm. improve upon for yourself to take care of you. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, those were two, uh, two big ones. Um, also putting um, boundaries and also creating healthy rhythms. So uh, how was uh, regular exercise a part of my life, putting that into a regular rhythm? Um, during COVID, I was home all the time. So I had no other choice, but I got to make food for myself. And so getting into the routine of meal preparation and making food and meal planning and thinking ahead and not just, you know, food on the fly or let me just grab this when I'm hungry, but let me think about, you know, what is going to sustain me and be nutritious to me. Um, another thing thinking of, of thinking of my, to my future, um, I want to be healthy emotionally. Um, you know, I'm a single woman now, but I hope that one day um, I will be a wife and hopefully Lord willing, a mom. And I need to, I've also realized that one of the things is I, um, I run from conflict. Um, I don't do well with conflict. And so I know that in my current relationships and also in the hopes of future relationships that I will handle conflict well and communication. And so working to make sure that those parts of my life are, are, are becoming healthy. I heard you share that you're taking care of yourself physically, Mm -hmm spiritually, mm-hmm. emotionally. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so important that you're considering your whole self and everything mm-hmm. about you that's needed, that you need to, to care for. Mm-hmm. So what I loved about this journey of mm-hmm. caring for your, for all aspects of yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love that I've been able to create new rhythms. Um, I think that says that it takes 21 days to form an, a habit. And so, especially when COVID broke out and as a single woman with no children, um, I really had this blank canvas, you know, I had nowhere to go. Um, there were no gatherings. There were, I was just, I was on my own. And so I had this, this time. And I remember I would think if I thought more than two days ahead, um, I got very anxious because there was nothing out there in the future. And so it was a, let me take each day at a time. So I'm going to wake up in the morning and these are the things I'm going to accomplish today. And then tomorrow I'm going to accomplish these things. And so taking it day by day. So I love that I have these new healthy rhythms. Um, I get up and I head out to the gym by 7 a.m. Um, or when I was, when the weather was good, I'm out running by 7 a.m. Um, I think about my meal preparation. Um, I think about what I'm going to make um, and what meals, you know, those things are going to be a part of. So I also love that I have these these new boundaries. Um, So these boundaries that say I need to be in bed by a certain time if I'm going to be able to get up tomorrow and accomplish the things that I need to do. Um, It's also helped me to be able to know when I need to say no or when I can say yes. 
And, and so those have helped me create some, some healthy, some healthy rhythms, um, rhythms of scripture reading or, um, rhythms of, of reading and, and being able to, um, you know, uh, feed my mind and feed my heart. And so I think if there was one phrase or a couple of words to sum it up is healthy rhythms and rituals that I have have in my life now. That's so good. How do you feel changed by those healthy rhythms and healthy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that when I look at our world right now, there's so many things that and always was this way. I mean, we don't have control of things, but in the past, it was easier to think we did. And what this last six months to 12 months has taught me is we we don't have control of anything. And so out of all the things in my life right now that I can't control, it made me think about the things that I can control. But in saying I can control them, it means that I take responsibility to be a good steward of those things. And so it's allowed me to say, God has given me these gifts. He's given me this time. He's given me this body. He's given me this, the strength that I have. And now I am being a good steward of it and I'm not wasting it. Um, But I'm also looking at it as, do I live a circumstantial life? Do I just let the circumstances of my life rule how I'm going to respond? Or am I going to live by the, the boundaries that I have and the beliefs that I have and what God's word has taught me. Honey, you sound really intentional in the way that mm-hmm. you have sort of designed the way that you want to experience life. Mm-hmm. And it's a really important lesson, especially when we're in the mid, in the midst, excuse me, or in the middle of something like the pandemic, where we, so many of us feel like things are just out of our control and we're not really sure what we can handle or what we can change or what we can drive on our own. But I love the way you've really thought intentionally about what is within your wheelhouse, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we think about the serenity prayer, God grant me the serenity to accept the things that I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, Mm -hmm. and the wisdom to know the difference. Mm -hmm. And I love that prayer. And I hear that in your intentionality, like, what can I do right Mm -hmm. now? It's something that I hear from you. And it's like, listen, I can choose what I eat each day. I can, I hear you saying you get to choose what time you wake up, what time you go to bed, how you spend your time mm-hmm. um, in a way that honors you and your spirit and your heart and your body. And I'm, I'm so grateful to hear that. Um, this has been a driving force behind um, these, what I'm in the middle of. And it says, imagine the woman you want to be, think of what her daily life, her habits and routines would be. Start showing up to those habits and routines, start building them step-by-step, day-by-day. You don't become her like magic, you build her, start building. And so if I want to be a woman of integrity, then it's in my choices each day. If I want to be a woman who um, is trustworthy and is committed to my word, it starts with, you know, what what I, the commitments I make to myself um, when no one else is looking. Because for the first four months of COVID, nobody knew what I did. I was home alone. I was living in a different part of the the metro area. Um, Nobody saw what I did. Um, I was by myself. And so I had to... Um, think about um, those those ideas, um, even when nobody was looking and nobody else was around. Um, how was I living and was I showing up to be the woman that I that I want to be? Yeah, 
Thank you for sharing that. I know that quote is so powerful that, uh, you know, because sometimes we wait until something happens to, or like we're looking for something in ourselves to, mm -hmm. to show that, okay, now is the time that I get to be the person that I want to be or do the thing that I want to do. Mm -hmm. and, I, and sometimes we just have to go ahead and do it <laughs> as messy as it might be, or even as wonky as it might feel if we're not really even sure what it's supposed to look like, but showing up each day intentionally and saying, oh, I'm just going to do what, do my best to, mm -hmm. to be what I think this looks like. Mm -hmm. And then evolve, right? I think we just evolve. And I've, and I've learned that in my journey, that's been the most exciting part of you know, me being in the middle of um, what I consider to be living as my authentic self and, mm -hmm. and not this pretend version of me that I think people want to see, mm -hmm. that I, I imagine what it is that I, not even imagine, but I, I know who I, who I want to be, right? I know that mm -hmm. I'm this joyful, creative person. Mm -hmm. And even in the times when it might not show up as perfectly as I think it might need to look, mm -hmm. that I'm still going to honor that and say, no, I can, I want to show up as this person and I'm going to try my best to be that each day and um, whether or not it's perfect, but we evolve mm -hmm. and it will get to that point, but we just to start somewhere and to make that daily um, mm -hmm. like the daily decision and commitment to showing up differently than we ever have before is a powerful thing. Yeah, definitely. I heard it recently. Somebody say the phrase of just today, and you could say, you know, just today, I'm going to get up at this time that I've set, or just today, I'm going to, I'm going to choose joy. And then the next day, just today. And soon like you said you do it today maybe wonky you learn from it you do it the next day but it's not going to just show up it's it's even in the midst of that wonkiness i'm still going to do this um and it evolves and it grows and and it, it flourishes from there you know what something else you said earlier that i loved was that um you weren't planning more than two days in advance mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? like isn't that a pressure i was i was also thinking about sort of this sort of freedom from pressure that i hear you're hear you having just like there's freedom in your decisions to 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 be intentional mm -hmm. and so by not committing more than two days ahead of wherever mm -hmm. you are mm -hmm. this allows you to to just focus and to be present in the moment with whatever mm -hmm. it is that you're doing mm -hmm. um, i think we do put a lot of pressure on ourselves to think, okay, what am I going to be doing in a year or in five years? And what's my plan? And let me backwards plan mm -hmm. from that. But sometimes I'm not sure. I just, mm -hmm. right now, like being in the middle sometimes is saying, listen, like you said, I'm just going to show up tomorrow mm -hmm. to this thing mm -hmm. or today, right now. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but I'm going to show up today in this moment to this um, as fully as I possibly can. And then we'll see what happens. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay. Alrighty. Um, so how about what's been hard about this mm -hmm. journey of um, taking care of yourself? Yeah, it's um, hard part has been uh, fighting old habits to old ways of doing things. Um, the way my personality is, it's very much like, oh, whatever, like, yeah, let's do this. And I can change on the fly. I can be spontaneous. Um, and it's been fighting those old habits, um, fighting the old way of doing things, um, fighting the, 
not being structured, um, the whatever comes my way comes my way, or having an organized system, you know, instead of just relying on my mind, but having an organized system so that I can plan. So then I have the freedom in other moments to know that the things that I needed to do did get taken care of in the time instead of always feeling like I'm behind. So I think um, fighting those those things um, has been has been hard. Um, and then also too in this journey of being in the middle of where you know there were those months that I was by myself, um, those moments of feeling I am all alone. Um, you know I I remember where I lived that wasn't really near anybody that I knew, and um, there was uh, some friends that I had, and the dad was out with his daughter for a walk, and they stopped outside my window and called me and waved. I was like, it's somebody that I know, and so even though I've been in the middle of this time that's been very much of, um, has just been able to focus on the things, um, it's been hard because the people that I, that I love, the, the kids that I love, the families that I love, I've had to be separated from them. And so trying to figure out this is the world I'm in right now. And then how do I blend this when my world comes back where people are a part of it and we're in person and it's not just behind computer screens anymore. So, so having these new rhythms, but also anticipating those rhythms are going to have to shift. And so what is that going to look like? And, and, and just feeling those, those are some of, I would say those tensions that have been, that have been a struggle. That's really interesting and a really good point about when we're in transition and mm -hmm. we're learning new ways of being and we're evolving into, you know, who we were created to be. Mm -hmm. um, this is a really interesting time because you've been able to 100% focus on yourself, mm -hmm. which you absolutely deserve to be able to do. Mm -hmm. And there is going to come a point where mm -hmm. we're going to be around each other again. And, and, you know, your, your, um, your tendency, your beautiful tendency to take care of the people around you is going to creep back in mm -hmm. probably even right like when we when we try to show up as this new person and mm -hmm. the world tries to kind of throw us off our mark and get mm -hmm. us back to where we were sort of the sometimes that happens mm -hmm. and the, the, the fight or the again the intentionality that you have built up and focused mm -hmm. on over this time is really going to kick in so mm -hmm. you can say listen I can take care of myself and I can show up to the people I love. And when I do take care of myself, I'm gonna be able to show up to the people I love even better. For those of you who are watching, um, Tanya in this time hasn't skipped a beat. She has the, the, the Renaissance kids work that she does with my children and so many families that I know has been incredible and even grown um, in, in, in ways that one might not suspect would have grown in the midst of a pandemic. Mm -hmm. uh, the way that Tanya has led her team to engage our children has been absolutely incredible. So I wonder, have you already had this opportunity mm -hmm. to remind yourself mm -hmm. of the ways you've been intentionally taking care of yourself, even as things Mm -hmm. not get back to the way they were, but mm -hmm. as we begin to engage with each other um, again? Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, at the beginning of when all this started um, and COVID broke and I'm, you know, sitting alone in this apartment, I remember the struggle I had of 
like, what am I supposed to do? You know, I, there was some guilt associated because I'm like, I don't have all of these burdens that I, that I'm watching my, my parents have, you know, I don't have a child to educate. I don't have to share my space, my work, my apartment space with someone else who's working. And there were so many things that I wasn't in the middle of that I knew people around me were that I loved and cared about. And I remember sitting there going, what can I do for our families? Like, what is my role supposed to be? And so one of the tangible ways that I was able to see where caring and loving and my heart stretching and my mind stretching and sometimes feeling like I did more work than I've done in the past five years with, with pivoting and, and this whole new world um, is I was able to see um, that all of that work and the commitment to my myself come to life. And I think that was such a pivotal moment um, at the end of October when I ran the virtual New York City Marathon, um, that even in the midst of this pandemic, I still ran and trained for a marathon. And I remember at the beginning, kind of along that line of, am I living a circumstantial life? And so at the beginning of the year, I said, I'm gonna run the New York City Marathon. I'm gonna do it for a charity group and I'm gonna do this. And so I started training and preparing and then the marathon got canceled. And it was that moment of, was I gonna run the marathon for the, the whole, you know, uh, event of it and people and bands and, you know, the million people that line the New York City streets, or am I going to run a marathon because I said I was going to run a marathon and to raise money for an organization that's doing incredible things. And so um, through it, I was able to learn how to balance caring for families, even from a distance. Um, and running and taking care of myself and my nutrition. And so when when I crossed the finish line for my virtual and I ran it in 58 minutes faster than my last marathon, it was that moment of saying, all right, Lord, like this, this year happened. And I am so grateful and proud of what happened, not because of what I did or proud of, you know, I did this great, amazing thing, but it was, I kept my commitments to myself. I kept my commitments that I felt the Lord was calling me to make. I made changes in my life and I got to see those come to life in the form of an athletic event and running faster than I had run my last marathon. Come on, Tanya. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, I'm sure that they could, you know, people could see, I'm going to share at least a link to his, <laughs> the, the photos from the day that you ran the marathon. Mm -hmm. And I think that does speak to um, in the middle, you know, how it's so important that we know our why, mm -hmm. we know why we're doing what we're doing to keep us going when we hit roadblocks and when mm -hmm. those obstacles come up, right? So you, you look forward as runners, I'm a runner as well, mm -hmm. forward to the, yes, the training is really hard, but race day is, is like the reward. Mm -hmm. We run with, you know, tens of thousands of people mm -hmm. and in front of strangers who are cheering for you um you you have this um this moment of you feel so successful mm -hmm. right? so that's you know that's we're, we're all running virtually right now we're racing virtually and it's almost a blessing to see how we can show up for ourselves mm -hmm. and um and say that you know this is for me i'm doing this for me and that's okay mm -hmm. uh, it's okay to make these you know, these decisions to say, this is about um, 
showing myself that I'm worthy, that mm -hmm. I'm strong, mm -hmm. that I set a goal and that I reach that goal. And mm -hmm. no matter what is or is not happening around me. Mm -hmm. so, Tanya, I hear you. And I thank you for sharing how oh. your journey has looked like so far. And mm -hmm. I'm excited to hear um, where you're headed. So how can we pray for you? Yes. Um, you can pray for me as I, as I go into this next year, you know, it's one thing I feel like in the past I did things for a moment, but it was, it's that sustaining. And that's another struggle for me. It's, it's, it's that sustaining. You know, I'm really good at starting. I'm really good at, at the moment, but from here on out, you know, I'm only going to get older. Um, you know, I hope that when I'm older, my legs are still working. Um, I hope that I can still move. Um, you know, one day I hope to catch your half marathon time. We'll see if that will happen, but we're going to, I'm hoping that, you know, I can keep, I can keep going. And so what I started in this last year wasn't just for a moment or a season, but it was the start of something I hope to continue to maintain. Um, and I hope that when I, and this next year praying for me that as, you know, things do get reintroduced back into my life, um, as new circumstances come or, or new life stages come, um, that the things that I've, that I've been working on now will, will carry on through my, through my life. Yeah, Tanya, we will absolutely be praying for you in all those ways. And so we are going to come back and give an update on how you're doing in six months. But I want to change that and give you an option in light of our conversation today. We said sometimes we just might know what we're doing tomorrow and that's totally fine. So I'll let you decide the timeline when we come back and share an update on how you're doing. Tanya, in light of our conversation today, what will we let everybody know about? Mm -hmm. So I hope six months from now, um, that a verse that I discovered a few years back that's become a life verse for me, I hope that this is the verse that I continue to live by. It's Proverbs 31.25. It says she is clothed with strength and dignity, and she laughs with fear of the future. And so whatever circumstances come my way six months from now, I hope that I face them with strength and with dignity. Um, that I face them with integrity, that I face them with a woman who is trustworthy, um, that um, part of forming these healthy habits is that what I say is what I live by. And I, I hope in, in all different aspects of my life. And so I hope that um, six months from now that whatever circumstances look like, um, that I continue to remain true to these um, healthy thoughts and healthy um, ways of, of approaching those circumstances. Such a breath of fresh air. <laughs> I love you so much. Thank you so for, for spending time with me today and sharing what you're in the middle of. Um, for those of you who are watching, we know that you're in the middle of something as well because we all are in the middle. And uh, we want to know what you're in the middle of. In the comments, let us know what you're up to and what lessons you are learning. And we pray that you would stay true to those lessons and bring them forward with you into every challenge, every, every middle that you find yourself in. So thanks so much for joining us and we'll see you later. Bye. Bye everybody.